0: Hello, and welcome to NSH's podcast, celebrating histotechnologists as part of Medical Laboratory Professionals Week. In this series, we celebrate histotechs who work in a variety of different settings, including research, clinical, and veterinary labs, and a coroner's office. Let's get started in learning about these laboratory professionals' dedication and thirst for knowledge as they help to improve patient and pet care. Hi, I'm Janet Tonicliffe. I'm a histotechnologist working from Vancouver, British Columbia. Um, I retired recently as the technical lead for pathology for the province of British Columbia. How did you get into the field of histotechnology? I started out my career um, wanting to go into medicine and was accepted to the uh, College of Medicine at University of British Columbia, but then just decided that the long-term and the expense wasn't suited for me. And when the technical school here uh, decided to have an open day, I went and became fascinated with the medical laboratory program. And so was excited when I enrolled and was accepted. So my career actually started out doing medical technology, because in Canada, when you train, you train in all five disciplines, um, whereas some places in the world, including the United States, um, technology is a separate discipline, and you don't qualify for the entire lab. So I was just fascinated with working in science. Can you explain what you did on a day-to-day basis when you were in the lab? When I first started out in my career, I actually was working in chemistry and thought that I would be working in chemistry for my whole life, dealing with blood and urine specimens. But it was when I did my third year of practical that I was really exposed to the field of histotechnology, the study of tissue, and that became my passion. So when I actually started working in the lab, like any new graduate, you start at the bottom. And I did the day-to-day work of uh, assisting the pathologist to examine the tissue, dissect it into smaller pieces, uh, processing as we call it, or handling the tissue to get it to a point where we could slice it thin enough to put on a microscopic slide, and then stain all of those slides, so that they could be looked at down the microscope and even though the final diagnosis is made by the pathologist um, the exciting part for me was I got to review all of those slides before they went to the pathologist to look at so my part of my review was looking at it to make sure of the quality of the work to make sure the sections were just perfect so that you didn't have wrinkles or holes in them so that a diagnosis could be made, which allowed me to learn and study and examine all of the tissues, learn the tissue types, learn all the different types of cells, learn about different diseases, because of course, before you can recognize diseases, you have to understand what is normal. So it was a huge learning curve and I've always loved learning something new, getting something exciting. And so as my career progressed over 45 years, I moved from the bottom of the ladder to the very top of the ladder. So I went through learning uh, about um, different disease processes, different stains, and then as time progressed, new techniques, new things. And for me, it was very exciting because my education and my career as a histotechnologist, Took me around the world. I managed to be able to go and work in New Zealand and obtain my certification to work in New Zealand. Um, I came back to Canada and worked on the other side in business and in sales, came back and taught students and trained the next generation of people coming to work in the lab. Uh, and that led to me being able to go and give lectures overseas in Brazil and just prior to COVID was invited to go to Denmark. Unfortunately, that got canceled because of COVID. And so I've had a very expansive uh, experience and uh, one that I just had such a passion for, but I must admit that uh, knowing that what I was doing was helping people, it's not very great to be able to look and make a diagnosis of telling somebody that they've got cancer, But uh, the other hand, it's great to be able to tell them that they haven't got it. And that's the majority of things that we do. And um, it was just a a very, very fulfilling uh, way of spending my life and earning a living. What is your favorite part about being a histotech? My favorite part was a toss up between being able to Learn constantly, being able to see all the changes that were coming forward and the new things that were coming out and the education for myself. But I think the other half of it was actually sharing what I learned with the other people and making tremendously great friends throughout uh, uh, North America through the Histology Society and through uh, personal contact with people. Um, So, a combination between learning myself and then sharing that education with others. Is there any advice you'd give to someone who's interested in entering the field? I think the the advice I would give somebody if they're thinking of becoming a histotechnologist or somebody who's newly in the field is to never say no. When an opportunity is offered to you, reach out and if at all possible, say yes. Um, If somebody offers you to to take a a training course or an educational course, say yes. And say yes to courses that you don't even think are related to your profession. If somebody offers you a management course or a a course on uh, computer sciences or something like that, say yes. Don't always look at a job being just the money. Sometimes when people think of changing a job They just think that they want to change because it's a promotion um, or they get more money. But also think of the things sometimes those lateral moves where you don't get more money, but you have more opportunity, an opportunity to learn something new that you can put into you One, you learn it, but you can put it into your resume. And often that will help you move farther up to a job that does pay more money, but maybe a little farther down the road whatever you do you've got to do it to make you happy it has to be something that you enjoy and that you have a passion for is there anything else you'd like to share i think a lot of people initially went into in years gone past went into um, becoming a histologist because um, it was considered a woman's career Um, that has totally changed i think now Uh, with us moving into molecular and DNA and immunology, and that it's a career for anybody. And it's also a very flexible career in terms of uh, being able to work, have a wonderful job, have family, have a life outside your work that blends with it. So it is something that is um, as flexible as you want to make it. Thanks for listening and helping us celebrate Medical Laboratory Professionals Week. Be sure to check out the other podcasts in this series.